The last thing we were discussing was Rabba's question in regards to when someone pays unemployment to someone, but because of the unemployment, the person became weak. Now his arm became weak and he can't use it, and now his worth has been lessened. Do you pay for that lessened worth or not? And we brought a Mishnah coming up about a person who hurts his uh, parents and didn't, didn't make a damage, he still is responsible to pay for the five things. So we originally wanted to say that he hurt him, but it's going to go back to what it originally was. And it sounds like Hayav and the Gemara pushed that away. Now, it could be we're talking about a situation where he deafened him and there's no wound or damage over there. But the Gemara pushed that back, saying it's impossible to deafen someone without uh, blood coming and making him deaf. So there was a wound, you just didn't see it. And with that, we're going to start Pevav Amud Aleph. Seven lines in, in the middle of the line, where it says, Ela hacha askinan. Rather, what are we talking about when we said that he damaged without a wound? Kegon Let's say he shaved his father. So now he's worth less, and he has to pay him for that. But the Gemara says, yeah but, hadar bayan. yeah, but if he shaved them, then the hair is going to regrow, and that's exactly the question we were asking. You, you've damaged him, but it's going to grow back. That's the question that we asked. So the Gemara explains, no, I'm asking over here, what are we dealing with? No, over here he puts some sort of powder that makes the hair fall off and never grow back. And what would be the situation where you have in all five payments? Number one, sa'ar pain. The itle kartufne kartufne. He has cracks and blisters on his head, and because you put the the, the, the powder over there, it hurts him. Ripui medical expenses the bias yeah you have to heal him shevet unemployment the father's job was to dance in bars part of the dancing moves was to show the top of his head now he can't show anyone that move with the top of his head because people are going to see the cracks on his head and Boshet, what would be embarrassment, and the Chaboshet Gadol Mizeh, he's now bald forever, and uh, he, that, there's nothing more embarrassing than that. So here you have a situation where he didn't wound him, but on the other hand, he, he owes him the, these five uh, payments. And by the way, this question that Rabbah had, Peshita le le'abaye le'ach gisa or le'ach gisa. The answer was simple to Abaye and Rabbah, but each to a different side. Abaye said he has to pay whatever his worth was lessened for that time. And Rabbi says he doesn't have to pay whatever his worth was lessened at that time. As it was said, if someone hit someone on his hand and it weakened or it shriveled up, at one point, at some point it's going to grow back, it's going to heal. Abaye Amar noten lo shevet kedola veshevet ketana. Abaye holds you have to pay for the unemployment, the big unemployment and the small unemployment, meaning the worth of his hand because he was lessened and also for not being able to work. We see him as a cucumber watcher. No, we only pay him whatever he was supposed to be getting paid for doing his job. And itmar If someone cuts off the hand of a Jewish slave of his friend, You pay the worth of the arm 
to the slave and you pay the worth of whatever he's supposed to be working every day to the master. Meaning even though the master is losing out that his slave can't work, we're going to count that as if the slave got sick and it's your loss. There's nothing you can do about it. But you do pay him for the loss of work. The slave gets everything. We use that money, we're going to buy land. So the land belongs to the slave and the fruits belong to the master. And the Gemara says, The halacha would be simple if someone heard Avid Ivri and he lessened the slave and the master didn't lose anything. What are we talking about? If you cut Avid uh, Ivri's ear or you cut the top of his nose, it's pretty obvious that that all the money goes to the slave himself and the master is not going to get even the fruits. But if he lessened the slave, let's say he cut off his hand, for example, and now he can, he can, the master loses out the work that the slave would do, that's already that's already the Mahloket that we just explained before. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, when it comes to paying the embarrassment, it all depends on the embarrasser and the one who has been embarrassed. So, who's our Mishnah like? It has to be Rabbi Shimon. All the ones who have been embarrassed, whether they're poor or rich, we look at them as if they were free people, important people who lost their money, but they're still important people. Shehen bene Abraham, Yitzhak, ve Yaakov, the very Bimir. Bimir holds, they're still the children of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. And even though they're poor, we look at them as if they were rich people who became poor. Meaning you can't compare them to other normal poor people. The, the Jewish poor people were on, are on a higher level. That's the way the Shittah Mekubetzet explains it in the name of the Gaon. Um, the Meiri explains the reason we're not mahmir on rich people as much because remember they're both uh, Abraham, children of Abraham Yitzhak Yaakov so it's like an important person embarrassing an important person or like Tosfot explains there's rich people that don't get more embarrassed than poor people some, pe- some poor people are more embarrassed than rich people and therefore we have to set a price uh, that's even according to everyone that's Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Omer the rich person, the big person, the rich person goes based on his level of uh, of embarrassment, and the, this person who's not so rich, based on his uh, level of embarrassment. Rabbi Shimon Omer, there's a set price for rich people and for poor uh, for poor people. Rich people, we look at them as rich people who lost their money. We look at the poor people, but the lowest of the poor people. So now, money, who's our Mishnah like? If it's a Bimir, well, our Mishnah said it all depends on the embarrasser and the one who's been embarrassed. And according to Bimir, everyone's on the same level. And if you want to tell me it's a Bihuda, the problem is, although he agrees in regards to money, however, later on, he argues. 
because matnitin katan habayish tasome hayav. If someone uh, embarrasses a blind person, he's hayav. Ve'ilu review da omer some en lo boshet. Review da holds the blind person doesn't have embarrassment. Elalav, you have to say it's Rabbi Shimon here, and he holds there's two assessments for rich people and for poor people. The Gemara says no. Afilu temar Rabbi Yehuda. You could even say it's Rabbi Yehuda. Ki Amar Rabbi Yehuda some en lo boshet. When Rabbi Yehuda said the blind person doesn't have embarrassment, that's le mishkal mine. That's to to take money from him. But to pay him, if he got embarrassed, you have in on there. We give, we we give him. Meaning, if the blind person embarrasses someone else, okay, we don't uh, we we don't uh, make him pay. But if he but if he got embarrassed, you make him pay. But the Gemara has a question. But the Sefa said, We said in regards to someone sleeping, if someone embarrasses him, some if the, the sleeping person embarrasses someone else, he's patur. He didn't say anything in regards to the, the blind person. He didn't, he didn't say that if a blind person embarrasses someone, he's patur. It sounds like when in regards to a blind person, it doesn't make a difference. That if he embarrasses or got embarrassed, he's hayav, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, he's patur. Ela, you have to say, Mahvartam at the end of Bishimon, you have to say, I'm Mishnazak Rabbi Shimon. So now, Man Tana Lehad Tan Rabbanan. Okay, so who from these three Tanaim is the Tana of the following Brahta? It says, Nitkaven Levayeshta Katan, Ubiyeshta Gadol. If someone was trying to embarrass someone small and embarrass someone big, Noten Lagadol, the Meboshtoshal Katan, you have to pay the big person the money that you would pay a small person. Levayeshta Ivet Ubiyeshta, it Ben Horin, if he tried to embarrass a slave and end up embarrassing a free person, Noten Ben Horin, the Meboshtoshal Ivet, you have to pay the free person whatever the embarrassment of a slave is. Mani, who's this Sebraita? Nobody. And the issue is as follows. We're understanding so far that when we said small and big person, it's katan, katan bin chasim, small, small in assets, meaning poor. Gadol, gadol bin chasim, meaning rich. Now, if you want to say the problem is before we said that Rabbi Meir holds everyone's on the same level, the children of Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov. And Rabbi Yehuda, if you want to say it's like Rabbi Yehuda, well, Ha'amar, well, he, he's known to say, uh, that slaves don't have embarrassment. holds. If uh, you had Kavanah to embarrass this person, you ended up embarrassing someone else, your Patur, Maitama, what's the reason? Kiktala, he holds it's like killing someone. Maktala. He says, when it comes to killing, you have to have kavana intent to kill a person. Like the Pasuk says, you planned the attack, you ambushed him, and you got up on him, meaning you killed him. Rabbi Shimon understands until you have intent to kill him. Same thing when it comes to embarrassing someone, until you have intent to embarrass someone. We understand two people are fighting. One person's wife holds the other person in an embarrassing area, meaning she embarrasses him, and we understood Achit Kavinlo until there's intent to embarrass. So Le'olam, the, the Gemara explains, it's Rabbi Yehuda. When Rabbi Yehuda said that slaves don't have embarrassment, that's that's to pay them. But to assess what an avid would want to get paid after being embarrassed, okay, we assess it. Or you could say, you could even say, we understood this braitat to mean that katan means poor, gadol means rich. No, maybe, look, 
maybe gadol, gadol mamash, vekatan, katan mamash. Maybe when we say gadol, we mean an adult, katan, we mean a child. The Gemara asks, yeah, but vekatan barboshetu? How can you say a child is, is, gets embarrassed? He's, 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 worth, he's worth nothing when it comes to embarrassing. He's not hashuv. The Gemara says, in, yes, he is. Kedamar, araf papa, araf papa, said, demikalmu le umikalem. We're talking about a child. Every time they remind them the story, he gets embarrassed. And Hachanami, same story over here. De Michalmu le umichlam. We're talking about a child. Every time they tell him a certain thing, he gets embarrassed. Every time they remind him of what happened, he gets embarrassed. Next Mishnah. Hamvayeshet he'arom. If someone embarrasses someone without any clothing on, naked. Hamvayesht asome. If he embarrasses a blind person. Hamvayesht ayashen or a sleeping person. Hayav. You have to pay. Vayashen shibiyesh patur. If a sleeping person embarrassed someone else, he's patur. Nafal min agag ve'ziku biyesh. If someone fell off a roof and he damaged or he embarrassed someone, hayav al anizik. He has to pay for the damage. Upatur al aboshet. But he's exempt from paying for embarrassing the person. Until he has intent to embarrass. And the Gemara starts, If he embarrassed a person when he when the person's not wearing anything, And we can't compare uh, someone who embarrassed someone without clothing on to embarrassing someone with clothing on. And embarrass someone with uh, his clothing on, his embarrassment is much more. If you embarrass someone in the bathhouse, you're, you're liable to pay for it. But you can't compare embarrassing someone in the bathhouse to embarrassing someone in the marketplace. Over there, it's it's much worse. And Amar Mor, If you embarrass someone when they're not wearing any clothing on, you're liable to pay for it. Now, the Gemara has a question. A person without any clothing on, can he be embarrassed? Meaning he's already walking around the street without any clothing on. So, uh, obviously he doesn't care. So, Amar of Papa, my Arom, what are we talking about when we say without clothing on? We're talking about a situation where the wind came, it uh, made this person's uh, cloak fly up. And then, another, then this person came and he picked up his cloak even more and that embarrassed him. And that's why he's Hayav on a person without any clothing on. Number two, we said if you embarrass someone in the bathhouse, you're liable. In the bathhouse, is it a place to be embarrassed? Everyone's walking without any clothing on. So, we're talking about where the person is without clothing on by the bank of the river. He's uh, bathing over there, but there are people over there, and he embarrassed them over there. And that's not like a bathhouse, but on the other hand, it's not like the marketplace either. So here's the question. Let's say someone embarrassed someone when they were sleeping, and then the person died, meaning he didn't realize what happened, and he died. So the question is, what's the halakha? Do you, are you have also on the embarrassment or not? So the Gemara doesn't understand. What's the question? So Amar of Zivid, he explains, this is what the Gemara is trying to ask. When you embarrass someone who ended up dying, is the whole problem is that he is embarrassed, and now that he passed away, there's no embarrassment. Or maybe mishum zilutahu, or maybe it's because you disgraced him in public. And at the end of the day, you did disgrace this person, even though he was sleeping. You're still liable. 
Sotashema, the Gemara tries to answer. Rabbi Meir Omer, Heresh Vikatan Yishlein Boshet. Rabbi Meir holds that a, a deaf mute person is incompetent and a Katan child, they have Boshet, meaning if someone bears them, they have to pay for it. Shote and Lo Boshet. If someone who is totally not competent is an imbecile or someone who is not in their right mind, they don't have this concept of embarrassment. Now, if you want to say because they've been disgraced, that's why we threw in the katan, because at the end of the day, it's embarrassing. If you want to say because the the, the person has been embarrassed, katan is the katan get embarrassed? Meaning, you're right, on one hand he's been disgraced, but that's to, to everybody else. But on the other hand, he doesn't feel that embarrassment because he doesn't have that mind to understand that he's been embarrassed. So you have to say, the whole idea over here is because he's been disgraced. So you have to say with uh, with, uh, with a, per- a person who embarrassed a sleeping person, and then that person passed away, you're high off to pay because that sleeping person has been disgraced. The Gemara has a question. Elamai, wait, what do you want to say? Mishum zulta, you, you want to say it, it's bedafka because of the disgrace? Afilu nami, then if that's the case, then if someone disgraced a, a, a not competent person, then you should have to pay for it also because he's he's been disgraced. So the Gemara explains, Amre, shote when someone is not competent, when someone, let's say, is an imbecile or someone who does not understand what's going on, there's no embarrassment greater than that. Meaning he's standing there embarrassing himself, so there's no concept of him being disgraced. He's already disgraced. But the goes back to its original words, at least let's understand that the whole thing is because the person is being disgraced. Because if it depends on what the person is feeling, this embarrassment, well, is a child uh, get embarrassed? A child doesn't get embarrassed. He doesn't understand to get embarrassed. So the pushes that. No, you have to say that it, it is because the person got embarrassed. And a child, you're right, doesn't have the right mind to, to understand the embarrassment. We can say like we said before in the name of Rav Papa. We're talking about a situation where they embarrass him and they keep on reminding him and he keeps on, he keeps on getting embarrassment. Same thing, you could say that the reason to be Mahayev the Katan is be, in this case is because he, they keep on reminding him and they keep on embarrassing him. Now, Rav Papa Amar, Rav Papa, he explains uh, Ababar Memal's question in regards to embarrassing someone who's sleeping and then the guy died. This is the way he explains the question. Is it because this person got embarrassed and well, he passed away and he didn't feel that embarrassment? Or is it because the family got embarrassed because this person did that to their, uh, their relative? So the Gemara brings that Brayta before Tashema. Rabbi Meir said, "Cheresh v'Katan yesh lo boshet, shote en lo boshet. Cheresh and the Katan have embarrassment, the shote does not. Iamat mishlama mishum boshet mishpachav. It's because of the family being embarrassed. Hainu de Katan e Katan. That's why it says Katan because the Katan doesn't get embarrassed, but the family does. Ela Iamat mishum kisufadi de. If you want to say because he himself has been embarrassed, well, Katan bar boshetu is a child get embarrassed. He doesn't have that embarrassment factor." Elamai, so Gemara pushes back. Why you want to say it's mishum boshet the bnei mishpachah? You want to say it's because of the family? Well, then afilu shote nami. Then even with the shote, you should be hayav. 
The Gemara explains, Shoteh and the Chaboshik Blamizo. When it comes to Shoteh, there's no bigger embarrassment, meaning he's already disgraced, so the family doesn't feel anything when he gets uh, disgraced. However, Okay, so let's prove from here that it all depends on the family's uh, disgrace. The Emishum if it's just for the person's embarrassment, Katan Bar get a child to be embarrassed. And Amar of Papa, in yes, we're talking about a situation where they keep on reminding him of what happened, and he, he keeps on feeling bad. It's one of those things that will always stick with him. So it's nothing to do with the family, it has to do with the child himself. We, we, we learned this. Rabbi himself said, deaf mute, he has boshet, he gets embarrassed. The, the imbecile does not have embarrassment. The child, sometimes yes, sometimes no. And you have to explain, it depends on what happened. Is it one of those things that they keep on reminding him and he keeps on feeling bad and keeps on getting embarrassed? Or is it one of those things that you know it happened a million years ago, I'm not worried about it. Next, we saw in the Mishnah, if someone embarrasses a blind person, they have to pay. Matnitin, our Mishnah, said that is the local Rabbi Uda. said if someone embarrasses a blind person, he does not have to pay. The a blind person who embarrasses other people, he does not have to pay for embarrassing other people. And that would be Potter, the, the blind person, if he had to go to Galut, let's say he killed someone by mistake, or if he did some sort of love where he deserves Makot, Yerbiuda exempts him. And same thing, if he did something that would uh, that would entail Mita uh, Betin, Betin killing him, well, Yerbiuda uh, says he's Patur. My Tama de Yerbiuda. What's Yerbiuda's reason? Because Gamar, he has Exashava, Ainecha, Ainecha, Me'adim Zomemin. He has Exashava of the word Ainecha from Adim Zomemin. Uh, it says by Adim Zomemin, Lotahos Ainecha, do not uh, mercy your, your eyes. And it says in regards to embarrassment, Lota Hosainech. It also says in, in, in not to have mercy, uh, your eyes shouldn't have mercy. Mahatam Somin Lo. The same way by Dim Zomemin, we're not talking about blind people. They can't testify because they never saw. Afacha, same thing when it comes to embarrassment, Somin Lo. They don't have to pay for embarrassing someone. And the Gemara goes into each one. Number one, if he killed someone by mistake, the blind person does not have to go to exiles and have to go to the Miklad, the Tanya. It says in regards to someone killing someone without seeing. It's coming to exclude a blind person. So the guy can't see. It's not someone who uh, could have seen. Here it's a person who can't see, therefore he's exempt. When it says, It's coming to add the blind person, meaning if a blind person kills by mistake, he has to go to exile. What's his reason? We're talking about a person who walked into a forest to chop a wood, even a blind person. That's why the Torah says, without seeing, coming to exclude the blind person who can't see. The Rabbi Meir, Katavra Hamana, Beloreot, Rabbi Meir will tell you, the Pasuk says Beloreot, Lemaote, it's coming to exclude the blind person. The Katavra Hamana, Bibli Da'at, and then it says, it says in the Torah, without knowledge, Lemaote, coming to exclude the blind person. Now, Hevem Mi'ut, Ahar Mi'ut, it becomes subtracting after subtracting. Ve'en Mi'ut, Ahar Mi'ut, Elderabot. And whenever you have a double subtraction with taking away two things, you're, you're coming to add. What are we coming to add? We're coming to add that the blind person would be Hayav Galut if he killed by mistake.
ורבי יהודה, ההוא בבלי דעת, פרט למתכוון הוא דעתה. And רבי יהודה will tell you no, no, that without knowledge is coming for something totally else. It's nothing to do with a blind person, it's coming to exclude a person who killed someone on, person, on purpose with intent that he does not go to Galut, he has to deal with a bigger problem. Next, חייבי מיטות בית דין, if a blind person did something that would tell a חיוב מיטה of בית דין, he's פטור because עטייה רוצח רוצח מחייבי גלויות. רבי יהודה learns אגזרה שווה רוצח רוצח from those who have to go to Galut. The same way a blind person is patur from, uh, from uh, going to Galut, same thing when it comes to death, they have the same rules. It says, uh, The Pasuk says, We're going to learn that uh, the same rules, they, uh, this, uh, the blind person is exempt from both. Next, if, he, if the blind person did something that would entail uh, makot, betin uh, whipping him, uh, he's patur. There's exrash shava from mitot betin. It says rasha rasha. By hayavim malkuyot, it says in bin hakot harasha. And then by hayavim mitot, it says asher hu rasha lamut. And of course, we learned hayavim mitot betin from hayavim galuyot. So it's one big long uh, connected dots exrash shava. And the same way the blind person is patur from hayavim galuyot and from mitot betin, he's also patur from malkuyot. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.